Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Reach or Miss, episode 253. Hey, my listeners, I'm Hayut, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. My guest today, Michael Unbroken, said, You have to be able to separate who you are as a human being to an extent from who it is that you are as a business owner. I invite you to listen to the incredible story of Michael Unbroken. From homeless to hero, Michael Unbroken is the founder of Think Unbroken, best-selling author, award-winning speaker, podcast host, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood. Since 2016, Michael has empowered over 100,000 trauma survivors to get out of the vortex, learn to love themselves, and become the hero of their own story. Michael has written multiple books, including the bestseller Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. Spoken in over 80 countries, won investments from undercover billionaire Grant Cardone, and is on a mission to end generational trauma in his lifetime. Michael Unbroken, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Thank you, my friend. I am very excited to be here with you today. It's a pleasure that you are here, and I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now, and I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today, and where are you heading? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Today, the there's a couple of things, right? I, I always try to be very clear about my goals, my ambitions, and what I want to accomplish in my life. Um, the, the two biggest things that I have that I'm moving towards right now um, is having the number one mental health and personal development podcast on planet Earth. Um, that is my number one business goal right now. Um, and then also, I would say the, the other biggest goal is to be in the best physical, mental, and emotional shape of my life this year. Hmm. What a nice goal. Where are you heading? What do you have in mind for the future? Yeah, you know, the, the future for me is so limitless. I'm just, I'm heading forward. Hmm. I'm just going, I'm continuing to go forward. I'm continuing to push myself to become a better speaker, a better entrepreneur, a better author, a better podcast host, a better human being. Like I'm always just trying to to go to unlimited possibility. You know, one of the things that I do that is probably different than a lot of people is I, I really try not to put a time frame on my goals. I just write them okay. down and move towards them until they come to pass. You know, just recently I had a goal that was seven years in the making, wow. you know, and if I would have said, if I would have said, oh, I want this goal accomplished in seven months, it would have been impossible. I never would have been able to do it. 
So the, the, or maybe, you know, I don't want to say never, but it would have been very, very incredibly difficult and unlikely. And so I, I just try to stay focused on the, the life that I want to create and just move forward towards that every single day by taking action. I love that. Tell me a bit about yourself. How did you start? What is your career path? Yeah. So, you know, I, I have a very uncanny background. Um, I spent the majority of my childhood uh, being homeless and deeply in poverty. Oh. My mother was a drug addict and alcoholic. My stepfather was super abusive. Um, I started doing drugs when I was 12 years old. Oh. Um, I was expelled from school when I was 15 years old. And I spent a lot of my childhood Um, getting in trouble, stealing cars, breaking into houses, running from the police. And it was, it was a very chaotic childhood and background. And as I headed into my, my later teen years, I was thinking about life from the perspective of what is the solution for poverty? What is the solution for abuse? How does somebody really get out of this? And I, I decided it must be money. And so I, I made a decision that I would chase money, but do it legally. And this was incredibly important to do it legally. I wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I chose to do it legally because as of today, my three childhood best friends have been murdered and I was heading down that path. That was an inevitability for me because of what I was doing. And so I started learning skills. I started learning leadership. I started learning how to be Um, productive with my time. I started learning how to manage cash flow and P&Ls and inventories. And I, I worked for a fast food restaurant. And at 18 and a half, almost 19 years old, I had 52 employees underneath me. Hmm. So I started learning about business and, and legit business very fast. And then fast forward a couple years, um, I'm working for a Fortune 10 company here in America, no wow. high school diploma, no college education. And I started making six figures and that just destroyed my life, right? Because money is not the solution to your problems, hmm. right? Inner work is, dialogue is, clarity is, compassion, empathy. That's the solution for your problem. And, and I chased money thinking it was going to make my life better. It made it worse. And, uh, you know, I hit a rock bottom. I was oh. 350 pounds, smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. drinking myself to sleep and and that's when I had a suicide attempt oh. I was just I was done right and and in that one of the most beautiful things ever happened I remember I was laying in bed the next day and I'm eating chocolate cake and watching mm-hmm. the CrossFit games and I'm like hold on something here is not right you know there there's something really wrong with everything in my life and I went in the bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and I asked myself, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? And the answer was no excuses, just results. And it started me on this beautiful journey that now 11 years later, here I am talking to you. Hmm. And, and that has been a process of healing, of discovery, of therapy and coaching and, and education and investing in myself, investing in my community and my businesses. And, and ultimately it's brought a tremendous 
amount of success to my life, not monetarily, not from a money standpoint, but from a, a fulfillment standpoint. And I'm, I'm so happy every single day that I, I have the opportunity to be able to speak with amazing people like you and, and share this story and journey. It's amazing. And I'm just thinking how strong you probably were to be able to decide to live the old life you had in your childhood and to choose another way. I really, it's amazing. I, you know, what's interesting about that is I, I didn't have a choice. You know, it was kind of like either change my life or, or like watch myself become destroyed. And, mm. and I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to, look at my life with honesty and with truth and, and say to myself, this is not who you're supposed to be. This is, this is not what you were made for. You're, you're more than this. And ultimately it was in that, that kind of changed this because you know, when you grow up and the universe is telling you, you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you don't deserve it, nobody loves you. And look, so many people in entrepreneurship and leadership and business are dealing with these things and they're never addressing them. And so that makes them poor leaders, poor entrepreneurs, poor um, you know, communicators. And when you address and you look at those, those real instances of your life and you're willing to put some effort and energy behind ultimately becoming what you're capable of becoming, you change the world and it's really beautiful. And mm -hmm. so I just, you know, I want to encourage people like, yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's unfair. But ultimately, the only way that you're going to have the life that you want to have is by stop making excuses. Hmm. It's a beautiful story. And um, you're an entrepreneur. And I want to ask you, what is your best advice to any entrepreneur that's listening to us right now, mainly regarding customer focus and customer approach, but it can be regarding any other subjects as well? Yeah, your, your customers are everything in your business. And here's what's really fun. Here's what I would tell you. If if I were an entrepreneur at the beginning of this, if I rewound my life 15 years, the first thing that I would tell myself is you need to learn to be okay asking for money. You need to put yourself in a position where you move through the discomfort of not valuing yourself for what you are worth, charge what you are worth. And when you charge more, you will have better customers and those customers will take care of you better. And in that, you also, because it is a trade-off, you have to bring massive, massive value to your customer. You have to take care of them. You have to be their best friend. You have to follow through. You have to do what you're going to say that you're going to do. You have to, you know, send them handwritten notes and cards on their birthdays. Like, you need to show up. You need to take care of your customer because guess what? If you don't, somebody else will. And then you won't have a business any longer. And so, you know, people will often look at entrepreneurship as, you know, they're going to go and create this thing and suddenly they're going to go be rich. Well, one, it's going to take you longer than you could ever imagine, right? Think about this. I've been running my company, Think Unbroken, for five and a half years. We just met, you know, mm -hmm. nobody knows you. Nobody knows you. And so those people that do know you, you must take care of them. But you also have to charge your value. 
Like stop, if I could teach entrepreneurs anything, it's to stop undervaluing themselves. They think that because other people charge a certain amount that that's what they have to charge. They think because people build plans the way that they have to build that too, and it's just not true. Ultimately, when you create a value proposition that is unbeatable, you can charge people whatever you want, but you have to follow through. There has to be value on the backside. You have to solve that customer's problem, but most importantly, you have to take care of them. Hmm. What a beautiful advice. You've got successes and you started to talk about it. But I would like to ask you before that, before we listen to your successes, what is the biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? You know, I, I think probably... The thing that is so difficult when you are dealing with other people is that in the beginning, until you understand how to not make business personal, you take everything personally. And and that's one of the hard parts about the dichotomy of entrepreneurship is that you have to be able to separate who you are as a human being to an extent from who it is that you are as a business owner. Because at the end of the day, business is just business. And mm -hmm. early on in my careers, whether it was being, you know, being in sales or being a professional photographer or coaching or an author or whatever, right? There's always this moment in which you realize that the only way you're going to be successful is you have to remove the emotion from business. And early on, I was far, far, far too emotional about business. And I heard someone once say, oh, I believe it was Brandon Dawson, but I may be incorrect. I'm, I'm racking my brain around it. Hmm. I heard them once say, um, the only emotion that should ever exist in business is celebration. And hmm. I thought that was a really fascinating way to look at it, it because is. for a very long time, I would get so caught up in you being upset or you being excited or my customer wanting more or wanting less and feeling that be a hit against my emotional self, my self-esteem, my ego, my capacity. And, and I came to realize when you can separate, you, you have to kind of put a, a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to be emotionally attached to the outcome of these experiences unless that emotional attachment is celebration because we accomplished a goal. And when I heard that, when I started planting that in my head, it really transformed the way I did business because you know as well as I do, there are going to be two to three percent of your customers that no matter what you do, they will never be satisfied. And if you get caught up in that, you're going to have a really difficult journey. Hmm. And now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers. You know, I think that it's looking at the relationships that you build. I look at, I don't look at success from a, a money standpoint anymore. And I think people will often go to that, but I've had money. I've made money. I've lost money. I don't, I honestly don't care about money. It matters. Of course, it's a driving factor, but it's not why I do what I do. Success to me is, is the client who comes to me on the very last day of our, 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 our process together and says, 
I have the ability now to go and live my life. Thank you for helping me. Hmm. Thank you for giving me the hmm. tools. Thank you for showing me possibility. Thank you for you know help, helping me find the way to believe in myself. That's why I do wow. this. I you know and and so my greatest literally my greatest success is every every week one of my clients the one on one coaching especially but whenever one of my clients comes up to me and we have our last call together and they go I got this. That's what it's about. That's what power is. That's what compassion and success and empathy bring. That's what it means to be a leader, to to give people what you know and to only ever want the best for them. Hmm. It is a success. It's a beautiful success. Michael, can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus marketing or sales. However, I'm not looking for the last Chinese tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really helps you win and would help other entrepreneurs as well. Yeah, so you have to have a CRM. You, you absolutely have to have a customer management tool. I don't care what it is. It could be a Google spreadsheet. It literally doesn't matter. But you need to know where your customers are coming from, how many touch points you've had with them. Are they opening your emails? Are they responding to your messages? Are they signing up for your programs? You need the data. You need to know where they're coming from, how they're getting there, what their referral is, what it is that they're doing while you're on your site. Like to me, I, I, you know, there's so much that you can do singularly just through a Google spreadsheet and through Google Analytics and through the analytics probably built into most platforms that you use. But when you have mechanisms for tracking, you know, whether, you know, I, I use different programs for different things that I have going in the business, you know, whether it's, um, you know, QuickBooks or uh, HoneyBook or uh, I use an ambassador program called BrandChamp for one of my companies. Um, or I mean, the list goes on and on, you know, as well as I do, there's a million SaaS products, but none of them yeah. are going to benefit you if you don't do something with the data, your customer will tell, actually, you know what? I'll tell you this here. Here's what I believe is probably the most powerful tool in my arsenal, a forms sheet, a sheet in which you can get responses from your customer where you can get their input on your product, where they will give you feedback you know, the review, it's everything because, you know, if you're not staying in contact with your customer before, during, and after the sell and they're integrated in the system and the programs or whatever it is you offer and you lose touch on that, how are you going to continue to keep building? Because you don't know what the market mm -hmm. wants. You're going to get lost in it. And so I, I think truly like in real time, having this conversation with you, customer feedback is everything. And that could be Google. That could review, be reviews on your on, on Google, right? That could be the DMs that you're getting. That could be the responses to the email messages you sent out, right? There is always information there and you need the data. You need that data to keep going forward. It, it matters so much. Data is a prior, data should be a priority in your business, no matter what kind of business you run. Hmm, love that. You know, there are many factors that affect one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us win. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? <laughs> I love that question. I hmm. am not going to stop. 
ever. And what I mean by that is when, when I sit down, I look at my goals, I write my goals down. I don't care if it takes me seven years or 70 years, I'm not going to stop. And, and I think that's the attitude that you have to have when you're growing and you're cultivating and you're building a, a, a brand or a company because we live in this weird society in which we see the overnight successes, right? We see the Ubers, we see the, the Twitters and the Instagrams and the SaaS products like Salesforce that blow up. Right. But the thing that people miss out on is the reality that there was five years of work before that seven years, 10 years, 15 years of work before that. It's kind of like the Sharon Lecter mentality of three feet from gold. I mean, you're right here. Tomorrow could be the day and you're ready to quit. You only lose if you quit. And so for me, my, my mission is very simple with Think Unbroken, with my company, with what I do in the world. And that is to end generational trauma in my lifetime through education and information. And so if my goal is so incredibly big that it feels impossible, but I keep moving towards it on a long enough timeline, it'll come to pass. It will work. It just might take 200 mm. years. So I'm, you know, so I'm planting the seeds today. Mm. It's podcasts, it's books, it's coaching, it's programs. It's all of the things that I do knowing that on a long enough timeline, I will win. And that is my mm. greatest strength on a long enough timeline. I will win even if I'm dead, but I'm going to keep putting it out every single day. Beautiful. And uh, my final question, before I'll ask you what is the best way to connect with you, my final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. You know, step after step after step, and then when you reach the peak, usually you're looking to climb a higher peak. Sometimes you need to go down in order to reach the peak. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed a mountain, or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? You know, it's actually serendipitous that you're asking that question. Um, I just moved to uh, Denver, Colorado, here in the United States, which is known for its beautiful mountains and its hiking. And as hmm. I look out my window right now, I can see the mountains. And that's something that is just such a great reminder about the capacity of the size of the world that we live in. And and I think about um, the people who who climb mountains, who push themselves, who find a way to accomplish the things that feel seemingly impossible. And and the truth is light, life is very much like a mountain and it feels impassable and it feels unlikely that you could make it to the top. But when you have the right team, the right equipment, the right training, the right mindset and the right ambition, you will always make it. Hmm. Michael, what is the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Yeah, the best way to connect with me, I'm everywhere on social media at Michael Unbroken, but you can listen to the Think Unbroken podcast and that's just thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. Beautiful. We will have those links in the show notes of this interview. And Michael, I would like to thank you so much for this incredible, beautiful story and this uh, conversation. I really enjoyed that. It's my pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for having me.
Thank you and take care. You too. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.